This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 8.48, Monday the 27th of February and welcome back to The Morning Run with Philip C. Chong Jensen and I'm Wong Xiaoning and we just heard a rather extensive uh, extended breakfast grill on Budget 2023. That's right. Worried about the revenue, the devil is in the deal for many of the tax implementation issues and the big winner is M40 and definitely not you, Xiaoning. Excuse me. <laughs> yes, I have to say, yes, I, they will, you know... For me, the question is the usage of taxation, right? If it's used fairly, correctly, without any leakages, I think it is our citizen. As a Malaysian citizen, I'm proud to pay taxes. Yeah. I want to pay taxes. Absolutely. So that should be the change in that mindset. It's just a question of the usage of it. Uh, but, you know, let's turn to politics because yesterday, PKR Information Chief Fami Fadil announced that the dates of the anticipated six state elections due this year will be unveiled before the end of March. However, there is no guarantee that all these elections will be held simultaneously. This is after leaders of six states agreed in an informal meeting last week to consider dissolving their respective state assemblies in the final two weeks of June to make way for elections. The six states are the three PH-controlled, Negeri Sembilan, Penang and Selangor, as well as Paslet, Kedah, Kelantan and Trungganu. Meanwhile, of the possible pack heading into state polls, the Unity Government Secretary is expected to announce the outcome of seat-sharing negotiations among parties in the government by the end of March. So, how will seat negotiations look like with all foes and will recent Bersatu's court woes dent Perikada National's chances in state polls? For some insights, we speak to Azrul Hadi Abdul, Abdullah Sani, Deputy, excuse me, Deputy Managing Director at Bauer Group Asia. Good morning, Azrul. Now, the three PH control states, Penang, Selangor, Negeri Sembilan, as well, of course, the Paslet, Kedah, Kelantan and Trunganu, will likely hold elections, I think, by third quarter of this year. But do you think there will be any major surprises in terms of who controls which state? Uh, good morning. Thank you for having me. I think for the state elections, we, we will likely see status quo in terms of who controls the states. Uh, I'll bite we'll see a uh, a lesser majority for Penang and Selangor and a possible wipe, wipeout uh, of AMNO in uh, Kelantan and Tengganu. I think an interesting state to look out for is Negeri Sembilan. Although uh, Pakistan National was not able to win a parliamentary seat in, in Negeri Sembilan, but uh, they could provide a shock by by uh, eating up uh, AMNO's uh, seats in the state assembly uh, in, in Negeri Sembilan. And as well, Steed allocations be a highly contentious contentions between the unity government. Is it a case of PH making way for BN, or will the candidate be chosen based on who can win? I think first it will be dependent on who 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 are the incumbent seats. I think for Slango it is very tricky for Amno. I think Amno is is on a tail end of um, in 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 Slango, especially with no Omar. The former Sango chief uh, being sacked from the party. Um, it's very likely that Anwar will still be the poster boy for PH. In terms of negotiation, um, based on history, PKR will be the dominating uh, negotiator in, in the syndication. Whereby uh, PAS and Bersatu, I think for them, they have the the they have worked before previously in the last election, so we will see less of friction in terms of um, working together and uh, and. Uh, Determining allocation for the for You know, when it comes when it comes to you know Perikata National side, right, and dealing with its party machinery and campaigning, who will be calling the shots then? For 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 Perikata National, I think for the states of uh, Kedah, Tengganu, and Kelantan, 
first we call it shots. I mean, the, the, those are the strongholds. Uh, they have a very strong machinery, whereby in Slango, and in Slango, we will probably see Basatu with, with Azmin Ali taking, taking the lead in the state. But it, it will depend on the state itself. But for the, the northern, for the Tengganu, Kelantan, and uh, Kedah Pass will definitely have, uh, have a say in, uh, in the election campaign. What about for the uh, unity government camp? Who's going to actually really be controlling the party machinery and most importantly to me, the campaign issues? I think for the unity government, I think Anwar will be the lead, the face mm. of the campaign. He'll be determining the, the issues. Uh, this is due to Anwar itself. It's um, machinery being uninspired following the uh, uh, demoralizing loss in the last uh, general election. So I think uh, there's a lot of things that I'm not to, I'm learning to pick up. And uh, with that, uh, PK will definitely take lead in the campaign. And Azrul, MCA and MIC have taken a back seat since the formation of the unity government. Will they also be playing second fiddle to DAP and PKR in the seats they traditionally contest in? Well, it's not about really about playing second fiddle. It's just that MCA and MIC does not have any seats to defend except for one seat for MIC. I think it, this is a wake-up call for MCA and MIC on where they stand in the current coalition or in the coalition with AMNO. Whether or not it is still viable for them to become still be partners of AMNO or, or maybe they should start looking for other options. And, you know, let's just talk about uh, Versatu, right? Because two members of Versatu have been charged with graft in relation to the Jana Wibawa program. Help us understand what is the crux of the issue and could this be PN's Achilles heel? Well, I think the crux is that uh, two of the main leaders, uh, specifically one side, were charged with corruption and receiving kickbacks with for the Jana Wibawa program. Will it be a crux, uh, will it be a Achilles heel, sorry, for PN in the election? Probably not. I think it is unwise for uh, the unity government or PKR, I'm not to talk about corruption. Meanwhile, the 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 Prime Minister has own corruption cases ongoing. So I don't think it will be a main uh, issue in the in the upcoming state elections. Okay, so what will be the issues that you think the Rakyat will be concerned about as they head into um, state elections? Because we're talking about six seats. Uh, sorry, six states, which apparently account for what more than sixty percent of Malaysian population. So what are the things that you think? the two sides will be campaigning on? I think I know the right move with the election. I think with the focus on the poor and the wealth and the tax and the wealth. I think the cost of living will be a main issue. I think uh, um, living wages will be another issue for, for the voters. But in the end, I think what voters want to see by 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 June or, or whenever the, the election is called is the ability to put, to put food on the table. And unless they're able to do that, and it will be very difficult for the end or for the unity government to win more votes, um, especially where the government planning to float the price of chicken and eggs uh, after June. It'll be interesting to see how, the, the especially the Malay voters, react to that. So the recently unveiled budget, which has expanded to 388.1 billion ringgit, uh, does that move the needle or change the support that, or at least the outcome of these state elections? I mean, it provides the, the correct narrative for PKR or, or for the Unity government and Anwar Ibrahim. Mm. But again, it, it all depends on the ability of the voters to put food on the table. Um, it definitely helps move the table, but in the end, if the cost of living is too high, if they cannot afford uh, basic goods, then it will be difficult for them to, to capture the Malay votes or the... 
So he's introduced Menurama, he hasn't cut subsidies, he's lowered the taxes for the middle 40. It's all for PH to lose, isn't it? Or unity government to lose? Yes, it is definitely. And I think with the, the, the targeted subsidies for farmers and fishermen and the income group, it is for PN to lose, um, for the unity government to lose. But like I said, in the end, what the voters are looking for is the ability to put food on the table. Okay. So let's say we roll forward to state elections, the outcome is not so positive for the unity government. What happens next, Azro? It'll be interesting what happens in Abno. I think Abno, despite its uh, current status, it is an integral, integral part of the unity government. Um, it will impact the stability of Abno's uh, administration. Um, whether or not it will lead to Abno um, leaving the unity government, uh, probably not. Will it lead to Zahid stepping down as the party president? Um, seems unlikely, but it definitely impacts the stability of, of the federal government. All right. Thank you for your time. That was Azro Hadi Abdullah Sani, Deputy Managing Director of Bauer Group Asia, giving us his views on the upcoming state elections date yet to be confirmed. But if the unity government doesn't do so well, questions about the stability of the federal government then? Yes, especially within the unity government, the performance of AMNO. And so then in my mind is how is the seat allocation being done to make sure that also AMNO is set up well? Yeah, in the broad because of you can't push them aside either, right? Yeah, so there's a tension, I think, that Pakatan Harapan and AMNO and BN have to reconcile. It seems like they've consigned MCA and MIC to sort of history, but the debate is you can't let AMNO wilt and die. I think the state elections this time around is really different. It's a really a huge gauge of the current government's popularity. I think at this point, it's difficult to say how much impact Budget 2023 incentives will have on voters' sentiment or have their minds really be made up. As Azro said, it really comes down to the cost of living and the floating of uh, chicken and eggs really may not help the case. Not the floating, but the prices. The floating of the prices, <laughs> yeah. Chickens, chickens and are, eggs chickens, float, right? Well, they kind of fly a little bit. Eggs definitely don't float. Do chickens float on water? I think they do. They don't okay. drown for sure, right? Uh, but yeah, cost of living, people's job security, uh, fair wages, better healthcare, better education. These are just things that all Malaysians want. But it's really a push and pull for this current government, right? Because we've got fiscal deficit targets uh, hoping to hit 4.1% next year. We've got the biggest budget ever. Question marks about whether revenue is enough. Wow, I don't want to be prime minister or finance minister, do I? Tough job ahead. Up next, of course, we've got the KLCI opening as well as Market Insights with Kingsley Jones of Jabins Global. Stay tuned for that. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.